boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. So today we're going to be talking about some more important voting measures and initiatives. And like we talked about in a previous episode, in the upcoming presidential election, we have a lot of important things happening, not only on the federal level, but also on the state level. And so for those listeners who aren't familiar exactly with the system that we have in the U.S., we have a federal and a state voting system. So that means when we vote for the presidential candidate, there are also a number of measures or rules, laws, some votes that we have to make for your particular state. So we vote for the president, that's on a federal level, but then you have other voting for measures, for laws, for judges, for representatives in Congress, a whole number of things. And these are very important because at a state level, this is very close to home. It's very local in governance. So one could even argue that the state voting is is more important than the federal voting, more important than who the president's going to be, because these kind of laws affect you on a very, uh, a very personal level, a very local level. So when we talk about these important measures, they could be things from abortion to gay rights to taxes to tobacco, alcohol, a lot of these sort of everyday laws that govern our lives. And so again, like we mentioned, it's it's really important these choices that we make, these votes. That happen. And this year, there are some very interesting measures up on the ballot amongst all the other interesting things happening this year in general. So mm -hmm. Paige and I thought it would be really important for us to discuss those with the audience today. So listeners, remember, if you get lost, go online and check out that audio guide and transcript. Okay, Paige, this year we have a lot of different state measures, but how about we start out with a few that are important to highlight for our listeners? Yeah, I think a good one to start with is one that we've seen throughout most of the past elections is about legalizing marijuana. As most people probably don't know outside the U.S., that marijuana is federally illegal, and so it's only legal in certain states that have voted on it in this similar way, generally through a ballot or through their state legislator that was signed through their governor. But a lot of the initiatives have been through the ballot. So for this election, four of the states that are trying to legalize it is Montana, Arizona, New Jersey, and South Dakota. If they legalize it, that'd be four more states that it's legal to buy and use marijuana. That's kind of the different thing about U.S. policies is that federally it's illegal, but in the states that have legalized it, maybe these four states will add to it after November. And so that's been something where every election a new state has been added to the list, more or less. I know in my state of Massachusetts, we legalized it through a ballot initiative 
in Missouri, is it legal, Ian? Yeah, so it's not recreationally legal, but okay. I think last year or the year before, Missouri passed a ballot measure as well for medical marijuana. So now you can get it with a medical license, but not quite fully legal like Massachusetts yet. And that's why it's important to know all these different state laws, because you might think it's legal everywhere, but it's only legal in certain states. So if you're ever traveling to the U.S. and, and want to use marijuana, you should look up what states have legalized. It sends. So I think marijuana is a big one. Speaking of substances, there's some really big ones on taxing cigarettes. Cigarettes are widely used in the U.S., and there's usually in each state a tax on cigarettes. And then sometimes through ballot initiatives, they try to increase the tax. And so I saw that in two states, they're trying to increase it quite significantly, almost two, three times the amount that is already taxed. Not sure if maybe that wave comes from the surge in e-cigarettes or what have you. And so the states that are voting on these tobacco measures this year are Oregon and Colorado. Mm -hmm. And these two states, something that's also interesting to point out. These two states typically are states that we in the United States refer to as blue states when it comes to voting. And when we say blue states, that's kind of referring to more liberal, Democrat. States are either blue or they're red. And so red is the opposite of the Democratic Party. We have the Republican Party and more conservative voting, especially I think more for these tobacco tax initiatives. We usually see these in more blue states than red mm -hmm. states. For example, I am from Missouri, which is almost always a red state. So we have very low tobacco taxes, very low tobacco prices. And so typically we don't have big ballot measures like this. But I would probably guess that it's different in Massachusetts where you live, Paige. Is that accurate? Yeah, as you were saying, Ian, Massachusetts is historically a blue state. So we're very liberal where we actually are called Taxachusetts. <laughs> I've never yeah. heard that. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of people call us that because we have high taxes. We have a lot of social programs. We invest more than the average state in education. And by doing that, we tax more, which is like property taxes, liquor taxes, tobacco tax, etc. And so what's funny is Massachusetts is in New England and our neighboring state of New Hampshire is all about no tax. So they have no sales tax, no cigarette tax. And we're so close to the border that a lot of people from Massachusetts buy their cigarettes in New Hampshire or buy their groceries or whatever and get no tax, but then live in Massachusetts and get all the social benefits. <laughs> Funny. In all of my life, I've never heard that name before, but it sounds fitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, if you grow up in the New England area, you, you would know of it. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile. And that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, and even Snapchat. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all of your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes with native English-speaking teachers at dynamicenglish.co. But yeah, so like Ian was saying, there's a lot of initiatives in general, every election that are really important for the states. Some other ones that I saw that were interesting was about elections. California has two ballot initiatives, one allowing 17-year-olds to vote in the primary. And so the primary is really important in the U.S., especially for a presidential election. You know, if you turn 18 in general election, you couldn't have vote in the primary. So that's something they're trying to change so that you could vote for the whole election. 
election because you'll turn 18 by the general election. The other one they had on elections was allowing felons who served their time in prison and are now on parole that are allowed to vote. In most states, felons, regardless of whether they're out or not, are not allowed to vote ever. Right. So these are yeah. these are some pretty important ballot measures and, you know, pretty progressive in that sense. Like you mentioned, most states don't allow felons, whether they're they've served their time and, you know, they could have been out of prison for 30 years and they still aren't mm -hmm. legally allowed to vote. And, you know, like you mentioned as well, right now in the United States, 18 is the age for voting. And so by moving it down a year, this allows more voting for, like you mentioned, the primary elections since the election process is so long uh, leading up to the actual time to vote. Mm -hmm. And in order to pick the best candidates, you first have to start with the primary voting to decide who is going to actually run and represent their party. Like you mentioned, it's so important. You have a number of 17 year olds who maybe in a few months are going to be able to vote for the president, but they're not able to voice their opinion who that's going to be in the end. Yeah, right? And exactly. so it, I don't want to say it's backwards, but you would allow for a lot more democracy, a lot more, a lot more choices you could shorten that period a little bit more, that age restriction, so. I think it's interesting coming out of California because it is one of the largest states in the US. And so you're gonna add to your voting population by allowing felons and then also allowing 17 year olds. So, you know, that could really swing maybe some elections if you're adding like thousands of people now. You make a good point. You know, California is the state with the biggest population in the US, which also means they have the biggest electoral college poll. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so as a blue state, as the biggest state and a blue state, this is a big initiative to try to pass both of these ballots. So it's not surprising to see it from a state like California, but I think it'll be surprising or interesting to see how these ballot measures turn out and if these laws will change for future elections. Exactly. And I think something to note is that normally there are more ballot initiatives and kind of bigger issues at stake. But given COVID, the year we've had, I think that unfortunately this pandemic has just consumed everyone that there's a lot less ballot initiatives than there normally is. So normally you see some pretty contentious, controversial issues that, that you will vote on depending on the state you're in. Yeah, that's a good point to make. But moment. I mean, in Chile, they probably have the biggest ballot initiative coming up in just a couple of weeks on the new constitution. So that will be really interesting to see how that turns out. You're right. I think the next few months are going to bring us a lot of interesting and, and world-changing results. So stay tuned. <laughs> so that was just a quick overview of some of the stuff that we're seeing in individual states here in the U.S. If you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. And as always, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.